Hello everybody, it's Whitney and I want to welcome you to the Ladies Takeover Empowerment Podcast where we're all about helping women succeed and be empowered to be the very best version of themselves. And listen, I want to take a moment to let you know, and are you ready for this? That the world is waiting on you. Now, some of us get bogged down with those we think are doing better than us and maybe more successful than us or they're making power moves. And, you know, you can find yourself having conversations with people wondering how like they're doing what they're doing when you really don't know what they've gone through or had to go through to get to where they are. And the reality is that there is greatness inside of everyone and especially you. And the world needs to see that greatness. And how do we do this? By embracing our inadequacies and you can make your stamp in the world because it's okay not to be perfect you're looking and saying you know when I get myself together I'm going to do this when I get to a certain place in my career if I save enough money then I'll do whatever then I'll be able to do it and I want you to realize that it's okay not to be perfect it's okay not to have everything that you think that you need but what isn't okay is to become complacent with where you are. You can never, and I mean never give up. Matter of fact, you can't afford to give up. And as I'm even saying these words, I am encouraging myself because every time you get to one level, it's, it's, it's a, it's, how can I put this? It is part of our journey when We realize that, okay, I've been here too long. It's time for me to do something else. And we must be in a continued pursuit to be better, achieve more, whatever it is that we know is inside of us. And even on our worst days, we must recognize that there's someone worse off than us. And I want you to learn to appreciate every turn that you have to go through every mountain, every valley experience, because that's going to make you who you are. And you you can never learn too much from the experiences because you'll find out that those experiences and things that you have to go through are really meant not just for you, but for someone else. And the truth is, is that we really don't have as much control over our lives as we think that we do. And, you know, I mess with my children all the time because they'll tell me, I can't wait till I get older, right? I'll do whatever I want to do. And I've had to explain to them that I used to feel the same way. But guess what? Here's what I found. That once you get older, once you become what society calls an adult, adult, I'm actually um, subjective to other people and I what I want to do and my plans and things that I thought that I would be able to just do whatever I want to do it doesn't really turn out that way and it's not until you get to that place as being an adult that you figure that out and you find those things out and so I want you to realize that it's time for you to surrender to the great plan that God has for you 
And then you'll find yourself being fulfilled when you help other people or when you have an opportunity to encourage someone or serve someone or just to sit under someone's tutelages, tutelage, excuse me, I'm getting tongue tied, tutelage and being able to really just hear and receive from them and you accept it as an opportunity and I love how my husband has put this to my children that even when um, he's in counseling sessions that when we see problems, problems are really more nothing more than opportunities to become better, opportunities to overcome. And instead of looking at everything in your life as an obstacle or a problem, I want you to look at it as a, a place and a stepping stone for you to catapult yourself to the next place that the world is waiting for you to be. They're waiting to hear from you. They're waiting to see what you have to offer. They need something that's inside of you. And I want you to let the you that you want to be or you know you can be or that you have to be to awaken. Let it rise up and get ready to impact the world. Every time that you feel down, every time that you feel like giving up, I want you to replay this and listen in good and remind yourself that the world needs what you have to offer. Stop looking down on yourself. Stop thinking that you are nothing. You are God's beautiful creation. And what I really love about um, our guest that's coming up is that she embraces who she is, her imperfections, all of that, and uses every experience that she's had to go through, difficult and good ones, to be the power-packed woman that she is. And so I want you all to stay tuned because when we come back, you are going to hear from none other than our special guest, Miss Rachel Yvonne McIntosh. So we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Hello everyone, it's Whitney and this is Ladies Takeover Empowerment Podcast where we're all about helping you to become empowered and be the best version of yourself. And listen, this is our third season and I am super, super excited to have this guest all the way from England. She has become um, a pleasure to know. I met her through my husband and listen, she is a phenomenal lady that everyone needs to know. She is becoming a person to reckon with. And I want to introduce to you all none other than Miss Rachel McIntosh. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks, Whitney. How are you today? I am doing absolutely fabulous. And I just want to first thank you for taking time out of your busy, busy schedule to um, just kind of share with the ladies that are listening. And um, you have been just such a delight. Your, your presence is just wonderful. And so I am so excited for everyone just to hear from you on today. Good. I'm excited as well. I'm really kind of a pleasure and an honor to be asked. And so I'm definitely looking forward to our conversation today. 
Awesome. So I know who you are, but kind of share with our listeners who are listening just a little bit about yourself and what is it exactly that you do? What is your business? How are you an entrepreneur? Like, how do you make your stomp, your stamp in this world? Sure. I always feel like it's hard to answer that question when you are multi-talented and you do a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. You kind of like to put yourself into just a couple of sentences right. can be difficult, but I'm going to do my best. Um, so as um, you all heard today, my name is Rachel and my name is Rachel Yvonne McIntosh. And I describe myself as a preacher, creative and coach. And I will tell you a little bit about what all those things are and how that helps me in my business and just generally in my life and so I've been doing um, singing and music I play piano I sing and write and stuff like that I've been doing that probably since I was about seven and I've been doing it as a business since I was 16 years old I got my first paid um, performance and that was singing at a an award ceremony actually in the UK called the Brit Awards which is basically the British version of the Grammy Awards. So I've been doing professional backing singing since I was 16 years old. And um, I also write music, lead worship, and all that other good stuff. So that's one part of how I work as an entrepreneur. The other part is, as I said, I'm a preacher. So I've been in ministry for, um, let me think now, officially, let's go with 15 years. It's always hard to know when you're when you're a pastor's kid. Because, right. <laughs> because you end up like, you've been doing things from birth so then mm-hmm. you you know you kind of just find yourself in the midst but officially with with a certificate and everything you know 15 years ago was the official time and um the last thing that i do is that i am also a coach so i help women um who are successful in what they do whatever that could be but i help them to move from hustle and grind into flow so they can learn how to have a more you know healthy and holistic lifestyle that is more in tune with who we are as women and in a few moments we'll talk a little bit more about what i mean about that And um, the last thing that I'm working on at the moment is I have a charity foundation called the Brave, Powerful and Free Foundation. And what we're trying to do and what we're doing is educating, inspiring and empowering girls of all ages globally so they can reach their fullest potential and change their worlds. And we're currently working in India, Kenya and Nigeria. at the time that you'll listen to this we'll be in the midst of a global pandemic in 2020 and um that's the reason why we're still in the works of this i haven't been able to go on any mission trips this year um so i'm not able to meet my girls and really help them so in a nutshell that is what i do wow and that is a handful but let me tell you i completely can understand I was just talking with someone the other day and we were talking about like a marketing strategy and it's funny because it's difficult to market to a person who is multifaceted. So your strategy has to be um, very uh, specific. You have to be um, really detailed and you have to put your heads together so that people understand who you are and all the facets and what it is that you offer. 
so that people don't get confused. And like you said, being a pastor's kid, at an early age, you learn how to do a whole lot of things. And so I think that's how we find that there's so many things that are inside of us and our giftings and how we have so much to offer the world. And so um, I think that all of the things that you have to offer in itself are phenomenal gifts. And so if you had to just like pick one thing that you get the most fulfillment out of, out of all the things that you name, which one would that be? I think for me, um, it's the preaching. Um, I think that's something that has really become my main thing. Wow. And um, that's the that's the thing I think that brings me the most joy. Wow. Um, because singing for me feels like breathing, if that makes sense. So <laughs> that doesn't even feel like a thing. It's mm-hmm. just like, I, I just do that. Yeah. Um, it is obviously lovely that I get paid to do it. And, you know, people still play my music and, I get paid that way too that's of course that's a blessing but I think it's the preaching um, and being able to speak and really kind of like empower people and just help them see things from a different perspective and people never know how to take me so they're always really surprised um, (laughs) with what I have to say and so that's always been you know that's been fun to kind of um, you know break barriers and destroy you know different views that people might have on first meeting me absolutely and it's funny because i remember when you came to our ministry and my husband was introducing you and he was talking about how you have your british accent however when you sing you cannot tell the where you come from but when you start to preach it starts to disappear as well. And that's how it should be when we're all one body and we're all one believer. We have one believer that God should permeate through what it is that you're saying and what it is that you're doing. And you were so powerful in your speaking and how you were talking. For me, when someone asked me to preach, I've been preaching for a very long time. Somehow I always get nervous. Do you find yourself getting anxious or nervous when you have to preach? I do. And it's because I think it's because, um, it's always a good thing. I think I've I've heard from like all celebrities and every you know, no matter how big you might think someone is, they always get nervous uh-huh. before they do something. And I think it's a good thing. I always feel I have like I do feel confident, but I also I'm like just that I guess it's that like stage, you know, that that kind of stage nerves. Not to say that church is a stage, but it's just that kind of initial oh gosh this is what I get to do or you know you really hope that it comes out the way that it's been given to you Uh Mm uh-huh exactly exactly so with that being said then like I'm sure I know you said that you're a coach um you said that you um help women and as well as um that you um do mentoring for young girls so you have to have bad days, right? We all have bad days. So like, what do you do? What motivates you when you're having a bad day? Like, how do you help yourself to keep pushing through these bad times? 
Yeah, of course. I mean, we're human. Like, you know, um, I always believe that we are naturally supernatural beings. So we are supernatural, but we're having a natural experience here on this earth, on this planet at this moment. And because of the elements and because of everything that's going on. And like I said earlier, at the time of recording, we're in the middle of like, no one, none of us living have ever seen this kind of situation that we're in right right now. And even for those who are listening, you might be having in, you might be having more than one bad day you might be having a bad month or mm-hmm. you're wondering what is you know how am I going to get through this maybe you've lost your job or your business has to close down or you know whatever you're doing didn't go the way you expected it 2020 was we thought it was going to be something else and it's now mm-hmm. something entirely different and I think the one thing that helps me encourage, uh, stay encouraged and motivated on bad days is knowing that this is what I was born for like you were made and created and designed specifically for this time yeah we could have been born in another century we could have been born another time but it was designed and fit that you were born for now so that means that um for those of us that are believers we believe that god designed us to be here so then if we go with that thought it means that he knew that this was going to happen he knew that we'll be around this time so that lets me know that I was absolutely born for this time and whatever I experience whatever I learn whatever I go through none of it is ever wasted Mm. so I kind of try to look at things in that way that even when I go through some of the worst seasons of my life and you know people always ask me how do you still have so much hope or carry so much joy or freedom or peace when you've gone through like some really tough situations and a lot of them have been rather public I say well because I understand that I was born for this Mm. that even though I you know as humans we put ourselves into situations that we shouldn't have to and we go through experiences that we with our free will that we were given we Mm. get into you still know that your purpose will never ever be taken away from you Um, our gifts are never taken away from us the bible says that like you're never they're never going to go but we can waste them and I think that's what keeps me motivated is knowing that my voice and my experiences are valid and I just do it for the one person for the one girl that needs to hear that she's enough for the one message that I might get for the one you know like on a post for it, it doesn't even matter if the million people don't hear who I am or what I have to say but if I can just change or if I can just make one person realize that they're good enough that's enough for me yeah like doesn't that take you back sometimes like sometimes I'll I'll have like YouTube videos or a post and I'll get um, DM messages and emails and people be like, I'm following you. You are taking me into the presence of the Lord or I really needed what you said. And I'm like, what did I say? I have to go back and check. I'm like, me? Are you, (laughs) you're talking to me like it makes it all worth it, you know? And it comes at the right time when sometimes I will be second guessing like, should I be doing this? God, is this really what you have for me to do? And he will send someone along to reassure me that this is what it is that I've had for you to do. Yeah, exactly. I think that um, it's so interesting that we'll often say things like on the day that you don't feel like you look your best or you need to, (laughs) like your lashes, you need to be done and Mm -hmm. you didn't, 
you miss your hair salon appointment or whatever that's the day when you know you'll meet someone in the store and they'll be like wow you're you're so beautiful right. you're like huh <laughs> yes really <laughs> so i feel like that's how god is like those are the days when you'll get like these messages or these comments and people mm-hmm. will be like wow you 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 brought me through the the toughest season of my life and i'm like well you have no idea what i was going through that <laughs> that day but exactly. and that's what makes it worth it and that lets us know that we're walking in our purpose and that we're doing what we're, we've been called to do mm-hmm. absolutely and then on top of that um you said something you said that um when we're going through and we could have been in any given time we could have born been born at any point time of the world but god created us for such a time as this which means that our gifts are already inside of us we already have the answers to the problem and sometimes you feel like i don't know what to do but uh, i think that a lot of times we don't look to the person who created us who has the answers he he created you so he has everything in the palm of his hands and we're seeking everyone else instead of seeking god who can who can complete the problem does that make sense what i'm saying yeah that makes complete sense and i think that's that's what it's about um and i think that it's funny that you said that because um in something that i had thought about in preparation for this conversation today one of the things that i've realized is that our identity is the key for our elevation and for wherever it is that we're going and when you don't know why you're here or what you've been called to do it's so easy for you to be um to be misled to be distracted and it's in those seasons that we can sometimes make our so-called mistakes or the wrong choices it's when we don't know who we are and so I agree with you that going back to the source going back to God and just saying okay well you made me so um yeah let's 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 work on this let's see what what can we do oh that is so good I was just talking to um a young lady and uh she was talking about how she's starting to recognize how depending on who she's entertaining at the time that's she has found herself evolving and kind of molding herself to that person whether it's a guy or a girl um she doesn't know who she is and she thinks that that's who she is but that's not really who she is she's identifying with the people that are around her and it's so important to already know who you are so that the people around you don't change you do you understand what i'm saying and Absolutely. We have to know who we are and represent who we are so that we can take a strong stance so that people don't have that much influence in us. We should be the influencers, not allowing people to influence us. Yeah, absolutely. I I completely agree with that. And and that's how, you know, like I said, we can always look back to different times and see that it was in those moments. you know isolation and independence is really the the main kind of um culprit of of these incorrect decisions or choices that we make even when you look um in biblical history every time someone did something that was a secret or that they didn't want anyone to know guess what happened something happened that wasn't meant to happen 
you know, when they had to cover up a secret or when they had to be like, now don't tell anyone, yeah. this is what we're going to do. Or yeah. they made a decision by themselves and didn't, yeah. didn't ask for, um, you know, approval from the prophet or whatever mm -hmm. it was at that time. That's when we make our worst decisions mm -hmm. is when we don't consult God. And when we don't, you know, look to our mentors or whoever is our coach or whatever and see their feedback on the situation. So yeah, absolutely. That's good. So <laughs> that brings me to this to this question. Um, how do you handle being single and being a woman in all of the different uh, facets that you do? Like, how do you handle that for in like, what would you tell someone who is looking to get started and be an entrepreneur and maybe they don't have a coach like or they don't have a mentor? How do you specifically handle that? And what would you what advice would you give that that woman that is looking for a coach or a mentor? Yeah, I would say one of the things I've realized is that when the student is ready, the the, the teacher will appear, mm -hmm. which is a true thing I found that when you're ready and you start looking, you start searching, you start Googling, you start doing random searches in YouTube or Facebook, whatever you're using, you start to see you start to when you're ready and you start to really look you will find what you're looking for mm -hmm. and that's what I would ask I would say are you truly ready for your life to change because if you are then there are many different people and many different ways that you can find advice and as um, you know I am a single woman and I have been married before and it's like people sometimes want to say things like oh you know um, they talk about timing and how um, maybe it's too late for certain things you know I am 36 years old I don't have any children and and sometimes people can get caught up into a trap of believing that things are over for them mm. now again I also believe that that is a lie too because again we were born for this time for this moment which means that whatever promises or whatever dreams or desires that we have in our heart that were given to us from God they will still happen in our lives no matter how old we are and in this day and age the three words that are true are nothing is impossible if donald trump can be president nothing's impossible like we we know this to be true in the life and what we can see even today and um the other things that i would say in regards to that is it's about knowing who you are what are your needs what are your desires what are the things that you can't live without and make sure that they do line up with the life and the lifestyle that you wish to have because one of the mistakes that I've made in the past, even as it relates to like um, getting married and also just different choices that I've made is not making decisions based on my future. I was making decisions based on how I might feel today or what I think everybody else around me is doing, which goes back to your other point about the friends and the people and the company that we keep. Um, as a woman growing up in ministry and I'm and, and I'm very much of a, like a more of like a very feminine kind of person and like I didn't really see a lot of those examples around me. And so I kept wondering like, am I doing something wrong? Is my style wrong? Or like, is there something that I'm not doing in order to be as effective as what I thought? But the older I've gotten is the more I've realized that 
actually the way that we've been made is perfect and we don't need to compete with men we don't need to um, hustle and grind with them that's not our calling our calling is to complement and also to be in our own purposes and um, you know when you are in a male dominated uh, environment whatever that might be especially as a leader we sometimes can fall into the trap of trying to like be one of the boys or you know just make ourselves more masculine or dress a particular way or have particular mannerisms when we speak and when we when we preach and when we lead those are unnecessary the way god has made you is how he made you and i would invite them to really pray and just kind of like even if you're not a believer um i have something called the grace method which i which i teach on which helps them see whether you're a believer or not it works for it works full stop because prayer and meditation are spiritual tools that work no matter what because god is just that good and so when you learn that actually i just need to find out who i am from my creator from god and work out what i'm supposed to do and quiet the noise and the distractions of other people of what your friends are doing you know your friends might be thinking about yeah i'm going to be independent woman i don't need a man and blah 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 but in your heart you know your desire is to be a homemaker mm-hmm. that's what you need to stay true to do not get distracted start you know trying to say you're going to be just like the boys or whatever like don't do that stay true to who you've been called to be and things like that really really do help that's absolutely amazing i think that that's wonderful um and and empowering to to reaffirm women to know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made the way that God made you, you know, and to embrace that. Um, And I think that sometimes being, we're so different that we're afraid to be different, but it's okay. It's really okay to be that way, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh And um, you made reference to your age. So um, please tell us if you had an opportunity to, what would you tell the younger version of Rachel if you were able to give her some advice? What would you tell her? (laughs) Um, I always laugh um, when I think about my first, it's so funny, my first response is like, like <laughs> I don't know how this is gonna be I don't know how this is gonna be taken but my first response my first response always don't marry him um, but, uh, but in all but in all seriousness um this you know I would definitely say that you know tell her that she is the prize and not to go and to govern herself accordingly right. now that changes everything like no. when you know that and I, that's what I would tell her. And that's what I tell, you know, my young ladies, like know that you are the prize yeah. and that you, and govern yourself accordingly. So everything you do now relates to that, that you are rare, you're exquisite and you're unique and you are valuable. So then yeah. everything, every decision you make, that that goes down to um, the choices you make about your hair. Like you, you know that if you are prized, for example, and if this is gonna, uh, you know, people often wonder like how does it relate to like um how you carry yourself and I, I would say this okay so if you're a rare prize would you rather would you celebrate by 
going for when you go to a hair salon or whatever or you decide like you want to get hair extensions surely you would look for the best quality you would go and research and you would because you know that you're dressing up the price right so that's that's how you can look at it in one way it goes to everything how you would expertly learn to apply your makeup or where you would have some some sort of um, goals for your body in terms of weight loss or whatever it might be at seeing a dermatologist these are things that I would tell her and I would tell them that you are rare unique and powerful and do not dim your light to fit in keep being your authentic self and your people will find you and so will your husband like when you are truly who you're supposed to be yes come on here I love it I love it and I mean wow think about it how so many of us like in our pursuit as we're growing up um young ladies into women how I think that what is missing in this day and time is being elegant, classy women. And somehow this message of being that um, raunchy and like, um, for that's the that's the only word I'll use for a lack of other words is like acceptable and okay. And people are into that. And I think that you put it so well is like being um, the best of the best uh, or like top shelf. Like you should be the the best choice. Don't settle for anything, you know? That's like so important. And I think that sometimes it comes off as people saying you're bougie. It's not being bougie. It's wanting the best, knowing that you are the best. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I think the, the, the issue is that I've come to find out um, especially as I like I've, I've noticed that since I've started to talk like more about elegance and like just like being more feminine and things people are really responding to it because what's happened is that what's been normalized mm-hmm. is that oh that's too much like people will ask me like where are you going are you going somewhere no I'm not going anywhere but this is how I want to prepare myself and like, when people FaceTime me they're like oh my god you're like so dressed up I'm like I'm not, these are my normal clothes. Um, you know, if you want to see dressed up, this isn't it. But, uh, you know, and it's like, because I have a standard, like it's a yeah. standard, you know, obviously I have days where I'm not doing that, but it, as a general rule, yeah, it's about having a standard for yourself. But what we've normalized is like, I know everybody's different and we all have different personal styles. And, you know, I tr- I've tried certain things like, okay, so I don't wear sneakers, for example, like right. I feel like they're for the gym. And I know everybody's different. And I've tried to like, I've tried to do this whole like, um, what's, what's, the, what's the thing people, what's the things girls wear? Um, like do the whole um, like track suits and sweats yeah. and oh, like, mm-hmm. I throw away all my leggings. No, 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 <laughs> we're not doing that anymore either. And, but that's just me, do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I am, I am making a standard for myself yeah. so that the people that and, and I've noticed that people even approach me differently so yeah. it's 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 a matter of if you do treat yourself as the prize and you know this other people will respond accordingly yeah. um, and we all have to go on our own journey as it relates to that and and the sad thing is that what's been normalized is more of like a laid-back lifestyle they're like oh you know the girl next door or oh she looks you know get you a girl who can do both and it's just like no that's not necessary you can if you want however this girl's only going to do it one way and that's just going to have to be it you know (laughs) you have to 
deal with it. They're like, oh, don't you ever, don't you ever like wear, 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 wear flats? I'm like, no. <laughs> Do they, the answer's no. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not having a conversation mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. <laughs> Do, mm-hmm. do you not wear flats? No, no, I don't. Sorry. Oh my gosh. I, you know, I mean, I'm not sorry, but you know. You are my kindred spirit. Like, I get it all the time. It's not that they're ugly. It's not that other people can't wear them. I just don't like them. You know what I mean? Like, my husband has bought me, like, expensive brands. I'm like, I just, I, it's not about the brand. I don't like them. You know, like I, <laughs> I, I have to wear high heels and I don't wear sneakers. I don't know. It's so hard. You know, it's, it's very so hard. <laughs> it's so hard, and I've tried. And honestly, I have tried because I was like, oh, maybe Rachel, like you should just calm down or whatever. And but then in the last year, I've like no. What am mm-hmm. I doing? That's not, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. And because um, someone even noticed, they were like, oh, you, you, you're you not wearing pants anymore or whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I've just decided that's not what I'm doing anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's like you, you try, you try different things, which is okay. We should be experimenting. We should yeah. be um, expressing ourselves in a different way with how we do our hair, how we dress, everything like that. I agree with that. Absolutely. Do that to the fullest uh, as much as you can within the boundaries that you set in your life um you know but ultimately find something that works for you what works for you and when you do that you when you are more authentic when you are more who you've been called to be i guarantee that in your business in your life your ministry every area you'll start to attract more and more of what was meant for you because people can't tell who you are if you're always trying to be like everybody else there can only be one you yeah absolutely well I mean I hope that everyone who's listening is getting something from this because like I'm taking so many notes and it is just completely blessing me and um for those who are listening who want to hear more about you they want to utilize your coaching all of those different types of things please let us know how we can get in contact with you and then kind of just wrap us up with um some nuggets of inspiration for everyone that's listening yep sure um so you can find me everywhere at rachel yvonne that's r-a-c-h-e-l Y-V-O-N-N-E, that's um, on all social media platforms, you'll see, I think my picture's the same everywhere, so you'll see um, um, me everywhere, and you can, um, you know, add me, follow me, whatever it is that you'd like to do, Um, and um, I think the things that I would love to leave with everyone today is this, that, you know, I absolutely love, like, being a woman, and I think that's important, like, love who you are and who God has called you to be, and I believe that in loving who I am as a woman and enjoying life that I have co-created with Holy Spirit. Like it's understanding that God isn't moving us around like pieces on a chessboard. That we have been invited into co-creating a life that we love. Uh, the, The Bible tells us that you know he delights in um he did he looks upon us and he delights like that that god sits in heavens and he dances over us as well that's in zephaniah and i think it's important to know that your life can be filled with joy and with the pleasure of being joyful 
like it delights God to have answers to the prayers. And I think some of us as women, especially for those who are listening who might be black women, we have been sold a lie that pain and struggle has to be a part of our story. And it doesn't always have to be a part. Yes, there are going to be painful times. Yes, there are going to be situations and things that we go through that will hurt. But there will only be parts of our story. That is not the main part of our story. Um, And this comes first from knowing who you are, which I referred to earlier. Learn what you like, what you dislike, and spend time in prayer and meditation. Even if you're not a believer and you're listening to this, you can still pray, you can still meditate, you can still give yourself space to write down, to journal, and ask even a question. Just be like, you know, who am I and what am I meant for? And whatever answers you get back, you write that down immediately, immediately. Don't don't second guess what you hear. Don't second guess what you're feeling and write that down. Um, and the last thing I'd love to um, share with you all today is there's a five-step method that I use for prayer called the grace method. And the words are gratitude. Um, so starting each prayer with gratitude for everything. It, this creates room for more abundance in your life. Then the next one is R for revelation, which is to ask for more, like to ask to see more. Step into the, a greater wisdom and understanding of what you're here for, for example, what you're meant to do. And then the A is for agreement. So we agree with who we've been called to be. So we said earlier that you're fearfully, you're wonderfully made, you're rare, you're precious, you're a prize. So you agree with that, affirm and agree with that. And you can actually make a list of affirmations that go with that. Um, I'm always writing affirmations, so that really helps. The, the second the la- the second to last letter is C, contemplate, which means um, contemplation is like quieting your heart, which we could call meditation, just releasing yourself of any worries that you might have. Focus on a phrase or a description. For example, one we can use from the Psalms is, Lord, you are good and your mercies last forever. And so you can repeat that silently to yourself and just imagine that you are being filled with goodness and mercy and the last thing is e expectant so the basis of our spiritual walk is faith which means that we are acting as though it's already happened we we pray and we declare we affirm believing that we are powerful and we are effective we don't always ask we declare knowing Um, that these things are possible for us and so I just hope that this has been helpful to you in your journey today wow 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 that was absolutely amazing I wrote it down the grace method gratitude revelation agreement contemplate and expecting wow that was so phenomenal and um, real quick you also have a podcast don't you Rachel Uh, Yes, I do. It's called the Brave, Powerful and Free podcast and you can find it everywhere. Yes, everywhere. (laughs) I was going to say Shopify, wrong wrong platform. Spotify, (laughs) I think Google Play and Anchor and iTunes, it's everywhere, yeah. Awesome. So please follow her, like her page. We'll make sure that you guys have all of her links and contacts, but follow her. She is a phenomenal woman and I'm so honored that she graced this platform with us on today. Thank you again so much, Rachel. We really, really appreciate it. We, I truly enjoyed you. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Whitney. It's been a pleasure talking with you two today.
Absolutely. So again, everyone, until next time, this has been Ladies Takeover Empowerment Podcast. We love you. See you.